Another great battle by the Utah Jazz, but unfortunately they fall short due to the lack of the ability to clear the defensive glass. Lack of three-point shooting might be an issue as well. We're talking about them after the Jazz fall to the Knicks in New York on postcast. David Locke along with Ron Boone with you here on postcast tonight. And Ron, really another great effort and a lot of fight and came back from behind, fell behind by 12, worked their way back, led 9-7, didn't lead again until 63-62 and then stayed in it all the way. So, you know, a lot of areas where once again this team shows all their things. And, and there are some signs that we'll get into about why this team actually might be all right after the trades. There are also some signs of what they're going to have to overcome. Uh, but the biggest one tonight was just a complete inability to clear the glass late. They do they get a defensive rebound at 8.33. They do not get another one until 1.13. They go seven minutes and 20 seconds in the fourth quarter without clearing a defensive rebound. And this is something we're probably going to see for the rest of the season where they'll struggle in one area and do something great in another area there. Uh, uh, David, this team is right now is is not as talented or deep in talent as it was before the trade. But I think as far as hustle and execution, of of it's probably going to be something going forward that they'll have to get better at. I'll be honest. After watching this for two nights, I'm a little bit on the side of I think they're going to be about 500 the rest of the way. I. I, I did think there was a chance they could go 5-20 and 20 the rest of the way. Um, someone asked me, and I was like, I think there's more chance they go 5-20 and 20 than 15-10 and 10, was the way mm -hmm. I phrased it. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm, I just think they're really different. They were the, and I've said this to you on the pregame, I said it during the broadcast, they were the fourth best offensive team in the NBA as of the trade and the 26th ranked defensive team. Team we've seen the last two nights, uh, I think is way better than the 26th defensive team in the league. Horton Tucker is really defending. Collins getting into people. The point of the attack defense is much better than it was before. Abaji was really good defensively tonight. He's playing more minutes. They've got to figure out what to do at backup center because Doka was not very good tonight, and he was good in one of two stints last night. And the more he plays, the better he'll probably get the better Walker plays. So I actually think this is a much better defensive team. They're just not the offensive team, right? They, they, they are not making threes. They don't have three-point shooters. They let two you know, 40% three-point shooters go, and, and so it's, and Lowry's got no room right now. So they're going to be a very, just to me, they're just a very different team than they were before. Yeah, different, and that's a great way of putting it because now they got to make some decisions or play maybe a little bit different. Uh, players are going to have to make some adjustments on their game there as well uh, because of the luxury they had of knocking down three-point shots here be, be, before. Uh, mistakes are going to be made, and the the, the way they recover from things like that is just through solid basketball, uh, What was something like what we saw last night. I thought that was a solid effort last night. And uh, I think from time to time tonight we had that as well. So, I, I you know, when you look at this tonight, we're seeing guys step up, the development of the final games. And one of them tonight was Taylor Horton Tucker. We literally said on the broadcast tonight, we are seeing skills out of him we did not know he had. Exactly, because you just think about the way he started off the season and, and the reason – one of the reasons that he was fell out of the rotation there for a little bit because he was uh, he was playing a little bit out of control. Not that he was playing a little bit out of control, but he was shooting a lot of low percentage shots. Uh, we might still see that from time to time, but right now you can see he's thinking. I want you to, but what maybe coaches mentioned to him. I want you to be a point guard. I want you to learn how to run this basketball team, take your shots, but get the basketball to um, to to open people. Well, and some really, one of the really beautiful pass to Lowry Markinen, who hit a three. 
Um, and we saw the same fight last night that we talked about about Lowry. He really has a tough night today. His first two threes were deep in the cup and popped out. And it almost kind of, I think it undid him a little bit. Uh, under, I don't know, you can explain to me as a player what that's like. I mean, he hit, he threw up two perfect threes. They just didn't go in. And then he suddenly was 0 for, I think at one point tonight, he was 0 for 6 or 0 for 7. He hits his last three. And he scores 17 in the fourth quarter tonight trying to bring the Jazz back. That's the fight that Will Hardy wants to see out of yeah, him. He does not want him to stop shooting. I don't think there's any doubt about about that, but you're absolutely right. I mean, you miss a couple, or you miss three, and you find something that goes down, comes back out, then you're a little bit hesitant, unless you're wide open and you, you have a chance to think about your mechanics and maybe put the ball in the basket. End up going uh, three for ten, but I think he made three in a row. He may have been 0 for seven up to that point. Jazz, uh Tonight, let's talk about the three-point shooting. They go 9 of 32. This has been going on for a little bit. It's particularly the above-the-break three they're not making. They're not getting quite as many corner threes. Um, coming into this game tonight, and um, they were, as old man David has to put on his glasses to find this note, the Jazz were 36 of their last 128 for 28% from three. They were worse tonight. Um, so they're shooting in the last six games. They're now shooting, and so six games, right? This actually involves before the trade deadline, which is probably worth commenting on that. Um, but they are now uh, 27% on above-the-break threes over the last six games. And, you know, since Mike Conley and Malik Beasley got traded on above-the-break threes, the Jazz were 8 of 23 the other night. They were 5 of 16 against Toronto. And then tonight, I'll try to pull this really quickly and see if I can get lucky and find it in my notes. Tonight, the Jazz finished 3 of 14 on above-the-break threes. Um, so, you know, that's that's a stretch that's pretty poor right there on above-the-break three-point shooting. And that's that's hard. That's going to make it hard to be an elite offensive team like they have been all season long. Yeah, exactly. And just think about it. Those threes are good looks. You know, there wasn't like they got a hand in their face and they're forcing some three-point shots and, and things like that. May have been a couple of rushed three-point shots, but for the most part, the threes are, are good looks. They're just not falling. Walker Kessler has 15 rebounds tonight, but the big story of the night is the Jazz go those eight minutes. What did you see in Walker in that stretch? How much do you put that on the big man down low late in the game that he's not the one clearing the glass? I'm, I'm not uh, – what I put on the fact that in games like this, and, and I think Walter Kessler needs shoot-arounds. And shoot-arounds will help him prepare oh, for certain for certain teams. And without a shoot-around uh, and, and where you can walk through things and, and you, you make a mistake, they can blow the whistle. <laughs> okay, let's do that again like we saw yet the other day. And, and, and I think that makes him a little more effective. It's interesting. There were some plays there. If, you go, if he goes back and he'll work with his coach, Chris, Jones and they'll look at the film together and he'll see like oh I got caught in no man's land there and I didn't have an impact either way and Harkenstein dunked on it or yeah. the next one I went for the block because I wanted to make a commitment but I probably was too late to be there anyway and then they get an offensive rebound on the back side of it yeah. he's going to read he's going to be able to read that by looking at film you have to have these experiences to be able to do it better yeah, absolutely you, you couldn't have put it I couldn't have put it in a better way but that's absolutely uh, right he's young uh, he needs to see it he needs to walk through it you know that kind of thing and um, the game is fast. It's fast, and you have to make quick decisions, and sometimes, you know, 
it doesn't work for you. Jazz shoot 51% because they're attacking the rim now. They take, I think they took another 36 shots at the rim tonight, which is what they've done each of the last three games. So just a very different team. I think that's the takeaway at this point. This is a very different team with the same fight, the same guile, the same guts that they had prior run, but they're just not. It's a team we're going to have to adapt to because they play differently. It's not a three-point shooting team. It's a rim-attacking team, and it's probably a pretty decent defensive team. Yeah, this is uh, the adjustments we're going to see from the going forward. Um Hopefully, uh, they can survive, I mean, to the point where guys aren't losing their confidence and, and they learn something that's going to carry them through through their career and through to, to next year. And if this makes you feel any better, fans, Jalen Brunson, who torched us in the playoffs last year, is just torching everyone this year. Yeah. If it makes you feel any better that the guy who torched us in the playoffs last year is now torching everyone, he had 38. All right, Ron Boone, who are your stars tonight? I think it's an easy choice. I think, uh, no, without a doubt, Tucker... Yep. And, and I'm going to take marketing, um, yeah, marketing there as well. 23 for Taylor Horton Tucker tonight. He gets seven assists, two foul, two blocks. Uh, excuse me, one block, one steal, two rebounds. Markkinen, who struggled all night but got 29, but I almost am going to give him a star every night because of the battle he now has without Beasley, without Conley, and there's not a lot of space in the floor and how tight he is. And then he had the dunk of the night as well. Three blocks defensively. He continues to fight. Only one defensive rebound in 35 minutes for the seven-footer. Does need to be mentioned there um, that there's got to be more work on the defensive glass collectively from the group. Kelly Olenek, only three defensive rebounds in 26 minutes. Um... The Jazz had 27 defensive rebounds tonight. The Knicks had 20 offensive rebounds tonight. That's the story of the night. Have a good one.